Yo, what's up, you guys? This is Pauly Shore coming to you from Waikiki, Hawaii, on the Pauly Shore Podcast Show. I recently got casted in an episode of the CBS hit show called Hawaii Five O, and that's why I'm out here and I'm not in the studios uh, this particular week. Um, I'm excited, though. It's a really cool episode. It's kind of a takeoff of The Hangover. Remember the movie The Hangover? Where uh, myself, Kevin Farley, and Jalil, Jalil White um, are the three main characters. And we wake up from a crazy night out, and we wake up, and there's a dead girl in the bathtub. So hopefully you'll see that episode on CBS. Um which leads me to this particular podcast episode uh, where I have uh, the guests, my co-stars, with me from this episode. There's a lot of episodes talking right now. Um, Jaleel White and Kevin Farley, who I interview about them. Um, Kevin Farley, I know a lot of people know, is uh, the brother of the late, great uh, comedic genius, Mr. Chris Farley. And Kevin also has a lot, a lot of stuff that he's working on um, as well. Very, 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 very funny comedic actor, also a stand-up comic. So he'll be on the show. And then also Julio White, who is a very, very funny comedian, uh, or no, so comedic, comedic actor and producer, and he does a lot of different things. A lot of people remember Julio from... Um, the hit sitcom, uh, I think it's, it's not Urkel. I forgot. You know what? I, I apologize. I forgot the name of the, oh no, Family Matters. I think it's Family Matters where he played the role of Urkel, which was the um, little little black kid with the suspenders and the bow tie and the, the glasses. So Jaleel is all grown up now and uh, and he's doing his own thing. He's, he's, he's a cool dude. I've been hanging out with him. So again, we're here at the Sheridan in Waikiki. Um, uh, and we have the episode of Jaleel White and Kevin Farley. My first guest I'm going to introduce right now. I interviewed him in my trailer during the week that we've been filming, and I think you guys will like this episode um, and that, like this interview. So kick back with me on the Polly Short Podcast Show, uh, and here we are, guys. Uh, this is Jaleel White, a.k.a. from back in the day, Urkel, and uh, check it out. How you doing? I'm, I'm Danny Tanner, DJ's dad. That's Jesse Kasopoulos, my brother-in-law. Hi. Joey's not here. He's uh, Jesse's best man. <laughs> I'm just the head usher. Well, gee, Danny, you sound a little bitter. May I suggest that you just suck it up and get on with your life? Kid's got a point. Boy, am I hungry. Got any cheese? All right, so this, this officially makes us business partners now. Jesus Christ, I haven't asked you the first question yet. <laughs> put your phone down first of all, dude. Can you stop putting... Why do you listen to... Are you filming this shit? Why do you, dude, why do you watch, why do you watch these, so many of these videos? Like, what's up with that? Nah, man, these videos are great, man. It's all about the internet these days. Yeah. They're hysterical. Um, Instagram is just running stuff. Yeah. Snapchat is just running stuff. And right. It's like it's the new um, late night talk show. I mean, other yeah. than Jimmy, ain't nobody standing up, you know, staying up late watching anybody other than the two Jimmys. Right, right, right. Be on your phone. You can find funnier stuff. So, because what is it where you go to get all your funny videos from? I just follow a lot of really funny people on Instagram. Right. If, oh. I, if I put this, mic yeah, perfect, perfect, me, okay. just like that. No, that's it's, perfect. It's gonna turn into something else. It's no. no. <laughs> so yeah, so I never met you before, huh? But we were in the, uh, we were in. Uh, yeah, but DJ you're famous. Lu- you're like a legend and shit. So I've seen you around. 
But when did I? But I s- never met you. Like we hung out. Like I we know. ate the other day. You bought me a, a sandwich. Then you go tell the people what I purchased you. Yeah, I got you some food. I got you some food. <laughs> uh, no, but we never, uh, we never sat down before because I saw you. I saw you for the first time in a while in. In the DJ Lubell video. Yeah. Yeah, what was that called? Women of women LA. Women of LA. Yeah, women of LA. Because you look like pretty thick in that fucking thing. Yeah, you Like know. thick. Like you're, can you take your shirt off? I mean, hold up, bro. It's only the two of us sitting in here right now, man. I'm going to take my shirt off, man. That's bad imagery for these people, man. Okay. Me and Polly Shore sitting in the room and yeah. take my shirt off. So you yeah, you don't want to take your shirt off. Squeeze my muscles. Off. I'm saying. So, no, because. I can, I can puff up. You know, I right. can get in the gym and puff up a little bit if I need to. Yeah, because a lot of people remember you when you were Why skinny. Why you looking at my bicep? When you were skinnier, you were skinnier before. I mean, I was, I was super skinny. I was too, and fourteen. I was fifteen. I was sixteen. Yeah. And people crack me up because they always try to analyze my career, and I'm like, "Don't, dog." It would be like me putting pictures of you in junior high school in your face all the time. Like that's all it is. Yeah. No, that's how it was for me too. Because <laughs> like, I've been doing it for a long time as well. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. No, I mean for the weasel when I was the weasel back on MTV with the hair, I was a lot skinnier and younger but the imagery that we both have put out into the world when we were younger was so strong yeah it was strong right yeah but the so, imagery in that in that, that women of la video was strong too yeah i know that but a lot of people <laughs> know us they know me from the weasel and they know you from the tv show yeah do so do people people but you don't look like that anymore no so people don't yell that to you when they see you it's always an age thing it just right. depends on, you know, where you fall on the spectrum. I got a little girl in my daughter's school who comes up to me religiously wow. every week. Right. Hi, Jaleel White. I can do 10 push-ups, Jaleel White. Do you right. want to watch me do 10 push-ups? And right, I'm like, right. wow, this little girl says my first and last name perfectly. Yeah. And then yeah. her dad comes up to me and she's like, yeah, he, he, she really likes Big Fat Liar. And that was a movie I was in with Frankie Muniz. So, oh, wow. you know, uh, whether it's Psych or whether it's Dancing with the Stars. or Oh, you did Dancing or, with the Stars? Yeah, I did How Dancing with that? the Stars. Man, that show crazy, man. That really? Crazy, crazy. Which place did you come in? Because the- um, they, they haven't put me on it. I wanted to get on. They won't put me on it. Uh, Whose dick do you have to suck to get on that show? Man, it's you, you know how ABC gets down. <laughs> um, it's uh, that was a crazy show. One thing I will say about that show is I had a blast. Week one and mm. week five are truly two weeks of my life. I would mm. I would never trade back. Um, but I worked harder than. Mm. Anytime I've ever worked in my entire career. Yeah. And and I wasn't necessarily doing what I do best. I was doing this new thing, this dancing thing. Right. And I'm literally, I dropped, I think I lost 16 pounds wow. doing that show. And the show's not what people think it is either. Uh. You know, I, I don't need to be a conspiracy guy, but the just show is just not what people think it is. And um, What, you know, what is it? It's just, a, it's, you know, the show is more of, um, I don't know, it's a, it's a, it's a dancing soap opera for for women who enjoy the show, mm, you know, like the, soccer moms. Yeah, yeah. The votes yeah. aren't the votes aren't you know so concrete. You know, it's not so, like Oscar voting. They are, right, I don't so, know if the counts are always right. Right. So <laughs> you grew up in Pasadena. You were born in Pasadena. That's what's up. Yeah. You were born in Pasadena. Yeah. And how long have you been acting for? I mean, because when you did Urkel, it was what? How old? I did it from twelve to twenty-one. Twelve fucking years old. Yeah. To twenty-one. Yeah. And then when that, but that wasn't your first thing because for me. For me, it was like I started acting like around 17 and then I did like 21 Jump Street and St. Elsewhere and Mary Witch. I did all these parts and then I was developing my stand-up 
and then I got in uh, on MTV, and then that was kind of like when I was like 21, 22, 23. Right. So when you hit on uh, on that Urkel character, whenever you did that, that was what age? That was 12? 12. 12. Did you start that? You started that with just guest starring that role, particular role on different shows, and then they developed that. It, that was so strong that they did a show after it? That's so adorable. That's what you think happened. <laughs> um, it, well, I didn't know. I know. I mean, that's what happened with Robin Williams on Mork and Mindy. Yeah, no. Mork it, and Mindy, you know what he did. He I did know, the, the Mork thing my, on my Laverne and Shirley. My story is more akin to his. It was Excuse a, me? My story is more akin to his. The okay. Robin Williams story um, on how he landed Mork and Mindy through an episode of Happy Days is one of the greatest stories of all time of how somebody was discovered. Right. Gary Marshall's dad, I mean, Gary Marshall's son, mm. um, had just gone to see uh, Superman. And he's like, Daddy, can you put somebody from another planet on the show? Literally, that's what happened. And Gary Marshall wrote an episode about an alien coming to um, the Happy Days show. And uh, the episode was horrible. The, the, it was getting terrible, but Gary Marshall's like an awesome guy when it comes to just fixing things. And... The guy that they hired, as a matter of fact, left, walked off the show two days before they were sh- they two days before they were supposed to shoot. And I know this story firsthand because Rennie Harlan was a it was Gary's sister, and she was a producer on Family Matters as well. I thought Rennie Harlan was a director. Ah, uh, it's gosh, there is a Rennie Harlan, the okay. director, but but there's also another Rennie. Um, he was the one that did Die Hard or something. Yeah. I'm not sure. Okay, go on. I apologize. But there is no, no, it's okay. But there's another Rennie, and she was on. She was on our show, and she's mm. Gary's one of Gary's stepsister. And so she said, um, when the original guy walked off because the episode was so bad, everybody said, "There's this guy that's been doing comedy down at the comedy store, and he's like kicking ass, mm. and his name is Robin Williams." Mm. I think think he could come in and do something with this and Anson Williams said he came in the next day mm. and he saw all the writers like just taking notes mm. while this guy was just improving nanu nanu stuff mm. and it went from being the worst episode they'd ever done to the most mm. inventive episode they mm. ever did and my show basically was my experience was the exact same it was a failing television show that what was a, show was that uh, family matters was a, family was a failing matters. television show oh, I thought the name of your show was Urkel no it wasn't it was it never did, called Urkel no it was never called okay <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, it's know. all right, man. It's like, you know, we sitting there, we working together now on something new. We over here on Hawaii Five O. You know, I wouldn't expect you to know all of this, but, um, you know, that Family Matters was a spinoff of Perfect Strangers, mm. and it was a failing show. Perfect Strangers was who? Was that with? That was with Bronson Pinchot. Right. And that uh, was a great show. Yeah, exactly. All right. He's Bronson Pinchot was like the original guy from. Uh, from that CBS show that's on right now, the uh, uh, what's that one with the aliens? Um, on CBS, it's the number one show. It's uh, uh, you know, with the aliens and no, I don't know, whatever. Aliens, there's uh, the only show on CBS that comes to mind is Big Bang. And that's like, what I mean. There's no aliens on Big Bang. No, I'm no. It's about scientists or whatever. Oh, no, it's about nerds, man. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, well, you know what I'm saying though. Yeah, the yeah, guy, yeah. the guy, the weird characters. The Indian type guys okay. on that show are kind of similar to Bronson Pinchot. Where the bit. fuck is Bronson Pinchot? I don't know. Shit, call his agent. You know, we got to talk to him. Give him a job. Shit. Okay, so go on. I apologize. <laughs> nah, nah. You I good. get sidetracked sometimes. I know you do. You get sidetracked a lot. I've been, I've been, <laughs> I've been riding back and forth to you from the, the set. 
I see you get sidetracked. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about that part later. Oh, we'll so talk about on. that later. Okay, go on. Um, so anyway, on the show, um, the show was not doing very well. I was just supposed to be a guest star on the show. Mm. And in the uh, week that I filmed my episode, uh, the audience chanted my name, my mm. character name in all the scenes that I wasn't in. And over the weekend, they did a deal for me the same way with Robin Williams. Mm. And uh, I never went back. So you just, but you just guest starred on that one? That was it. You guest starred on it. I guest starred on that one. And, and it that just two- killed. And on that Because two- I remember that. I remember seeing the little black dude with the fucking bow tie and the suspenders. I'm the little black dude with the little bow tie. Should, I should drop this and whoop your ass right here and let him hear the sound effects. No, but no, I, just as a kid. No, because I was watching TV. It was No, it was fucking funny, dude. It was so funny, dude. Appreciate it. I mean, so funny, dude. Appreciate but my shit was funny, too. Remember? Of course, man. You, you, did you remember when I used to come on MTV? Dog, you, you the weasel, man. Yeah. Yeah, but you remember when I hit MTV? I mean, that, that was the prime of me watching MTV. Yeah. Now, did you ever any... Because I remember I did a lot of like spring breaks and different like... Did you ever do any MTV stuff? I never did any spring break stuff, but the one thing that I did do that's a great memory for me is I did the first Rock and Jock ever. Right. When, when uh, then yes. Marky Mark, Mark right. Wahlberg, wow. though, uh, dropped his pants. Right. And like just set the room on fire with wow. that. And Will Smith was there. And yeah. Reggie Miller was there. Yeah. And uh, that was probably one of the coolest MTV experiences yeah. that I've ever had. It was it was Rock and Jock one. Wow, that's crazy. And then and as far as when you did Family Matters, that was from you said twelve years old to twenty one around that time. Yep, eighty nine. And then you were on the same set of as ER. Yeah. That we filmed right next door to uh, the And you uh, became friends with George Clooney. Yeah, cool cat, man. Really? Super cool cat. Yeah, I remember I remember hanging out with him at the Planet Hollywood openings with Charlie Sheen and stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. I hung out with Charlie then. a couple times at the Planet Hollywood opening. Yeah. So what was George Clooney like back then? George was cool, man. George was always uh, in the sports, guy's guy. You know, mm. he, you... You, uh, you played basketball with him down yeah, there? Yeah, you'd be hard-pressed to beat him in a game of horse. He's, mm. he's got a lot of trick shots up his sleeve, but... Just a real, a real, you know, he's an art head. He's a charismatic guy. He's, you know, he almost belongs in the, in, in the news world. You know, mm-hmm. he, and it's funny because that's his, it's his parents' background. Mm-hmm. You know, he just has such a, um, an aristocratic appreciation of story, though. But he's yeah. a cool cat. On that level, he and I didn't interact on that level. I would see him on the basketball court every now and then. We would go at it, mm-hmm. and he was just a gentleman on the lot, man. Yeah. Uh, just one of the cool faces that I remember yeah, from the he's, lot. Yeah, he's, he's always great. And every, every time I see someone like, because we all we we me and you started around the same time the eighties nineties or whatever. Every time I see anyone from that era that's still doing well, I'm so happy for them. Yeah, you know, so happy for them. When they when they that's did the up. when they did the Cosby Show, yeah, did they they had the Rudy character? Mm-hmm. Rudy character was that originally after you? Or? That was supposed to be a boy. That's why the character's name is Rudy. So wow. it, it uh, came down to me, and on the last day, Keisha Knight Pulliam comes walking in the room and. Um, Bill was able to persuade the network to make the kids mirror his family exactly, mm. and he only had one son. So uh, mm. the network thought maybe it might be better to have a little boy on the show. You mm. know, networks will just tinker for something, and, mm-hmm. and uh, he won out in the last last minute, and right. Keisha got the role, and they said, right. but the network said, well, it stays named Rudy. So yeah, I guess that was crazy. the compromise. <laughs> that's crazy. So, um, so what stuff... What stuff? I, I know we're here working together on Hawaii Five O, which yeah. I'm having a blast with. It's Love good. working with you. It's good stuff. Yeah, it's, good it's stuff. cool. And we're here with Kevin Farley as well, and it's cool. Just and for don't me. call him Chris again. Yeah. Don't make that mistake. I know. I, I called him Chris Farley. <laughs> don't you do that? I I really love I know, that guy it's too much. I, I apologize. Do. I know. 
But the only reason why I do that is because when I'm with him, I feel like I'm with Chris Farley. I know he's so similar. I know. It, it is scary, but I don't care. I'm so – it's such a respectful person. Yeah. Like, he's won me over with his humanity. Yeah. I'm like, I will he's never I will never make that mistake, and I yeah. will pinch you and kick you and, okay. and punch you in the arm. Make sure you okay. don't make I, it I won't, I won't say that. That's just <laughs> so, so – just so, what type of stuff have you been doing? Yeah. Um. I like I said earlier. I know you did the DJ Lou Bell video. Mm-hmm. So, what stuff are you into? Because I know you're on your phone all the time and looking at videos. <laughs> are you producing stuff? Are you yeah. directing? What type of stuff? I'm actually going to direct a film this year. Um, my first time directing. It's going to be really, really fun. In, uh, in is June. it a comedy? Yeah, or? comedy. Really? I want to get back to doing comedy. Right. I mean, comedy is what I love. It's just that you know. Is there a part in there for me? With this whole, I'll definitely stick you with. Yeah. Something. You think I'm messing with? No. You. Yeah. If it's Something good off why, the why you think I'm doing this interview? You dragging like me beat. back to 1998. I want to. I, no, I want to make I'm, sure Paulie Shore is in my movie. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> no, I think you're funny. I think, you know, your timing is good, and and you're a sweet guy, and and I've always liked your stuff, and it was cool just to, you know, be able to come and, and riff with you and stuff. So, what's the movie about? Uh, the movie's about a. Uh, well, I'm actually doing a couple films. One is um, the one I'm directing, though, is about a Mexican kid who thinks it's his destiny to take back California. Oh, so fine. we know that's not that's not going to work out the way he, <laughs> the, the way he's got it planned. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm really excited about that. What's that one. called? Do you it's have called, a Yeah, it's called Manny's Destiny. Okay. And um, so we're we're shooting that this summer. And where do you get your cash for this? Um, you just got to raise it, man. You got to raise from it from what? Like Go Go Fund? What's uh, it called? Lucky Go Go. Um, you know, you can go that route if you want to, but I like seasoned. Uh, I like more seasoned uh, investors yeah. that have been down that road before, and I don't have to give out necessarily. 200 cameos to mm. people who pay $20. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, uh, I mean, who never, you never know. You, you might go that route one day, but, because um, that crowdsourcing is definitely a, a part of the future as far mm. as art is concerned. Then the other one is a project I'm working on with my buddy uh, King Batch. Mm. And he's probably one of the most followed people on Vine. Wow. And that's where I think I have something for you. Mm. Oh, that's sick. <laughs> so, so, again, what what is some of the stuff that you've been doing, say, uh, I do you know, a lot just of acting. The, yeah, I do okay, a lot of yeah. I, I do a lot of acting. You said too. I forgot what you said, but you said you've been on a lot of shows lately. Yeah, you name it. If it's tell in, me NCIS, CSI, um, Psych, uh, on USA Network, mm. uh, Total Blackout. I had the show on 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 Sci-Fi. Um, obviously, Dancing with the Stars. So um, you enjoy acting? Yeah, it's I, I still yeah. enjoy acting. It's just that because of just you know maturing and what it is. You know, you kind of get pushed a little more towards drama. Which yeah. uh, which I don't mind. That's fine. Yeah. Um. But my my forte and my fun is comedy. Uh-huh. So I just want to kind of make sure that people don't forget that you know making them laugh and, and telling a good story, doing so is is what we do. Right. And who's your, who's some of your favorite stand up comedians that you like? Well, obviously, Paulie Shore is just you know someone that I followed forever. Right. And uh, let's see. I mean, he would probably come even above someone like. Oh god. No, for real. You like Chris, Chris Rock and stuff? Chris is good. Yeah. But in terms of my favorite, my all time people's uh, my all time people would be um would be Robin Harris. Yeah, Baby's Kids. Robin Harris for me Baby's for, Kids. For my generation. Yeah. yeah. For my generation, that's like a little bit of trivia for anybody yeah. that's listening here. For my generation, that guy is one of those guys who died too soon. Yeah. He was about to become everything Bernie Mac became. Hundred percent. And uh Bernie Mac actually took his speaking 100%. cadence directly from right. Robin Harris. Yeah. But since Robin Harris had passed away, nobody knew that. And yeah, then, for people listening, Robin Harris was in uh, a Do the Right Thing. He was also was, in um, um, House Party. Yeah, House Party. Yeah. He, he did. He was just... I actually... 
You had to have known. No, well, well I'll tell you the story. Um, I remember he was working the hip hop night uh, in, uh, I think it was called Fat Tuesdays at the yep. comedy store. Yep. And he was. So I wasn't old enough to funny. go, but I was old enough to know that on the marquee. Yeah, it was Fat <laughs> Tuesdays. It's it always urban. Yep. My mom started that years ago. She yep. was the first one to do it out of the main room. And I remember I would go in there all the time and just watch the different acts. And he fucking killed me. I literally, he got he got off stage. I take his hand and I say, follow me. I've only done this to a couple of people. And I took him into the original room and I bumped all the other comics because my mom was in there. I'm like, mom, you got to see this fucking guy. And I put Robin Harris up, you know, who is very urban and very kind of appealing to that type of audience. Yeah. And the second he went on that stage, he was just, because funny is funny to me. Yeah. So he was just fucking funny. And that's when he, he became a paid regular at the comic store after that. And he got spots all the time after that. Because yeah. he was just, yeah, he was just a funny guy. And then he died of a heart attack or some yeah, shit right. on stage. Like, like tragic story. So like, literally, like, up, yeah. going to Roscoe's, eating, and then walking out and, like, dying of a heart attack. Yeah. Like, no joke. Yeah. I think the style, that was the story. Like, they yeah. called the ambulance to Roscoe's. Right. And then as far as personally, you don't do drugs or you don't drink or you don't smoke herb or any of that shit ever, 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 ever? I've never touched a drug. Really? But, um, so you've never smoked marijuana? But Now, that's funny. I did get high one time, but that's a whole other story. As Urkel? Uh, no, no, no. Because that no. would be fucking awesome. <laughs> that was... No, I, I accidentally... What was the Urkel voice? Because I'll I, do the Wheeze voice if you do the Urkel voice. I, I ain't doing it. Please? Sh- I ain't doing it. Whoa, bro. bro what's up, buddy? Wheeze in the juice. Throw me Urkel. You're not You have it. to do that, have, dude. People not, want to hear that shit. I have shit. not done it in 50 years and I'm not 50 yet. Then they so. go like this. Hey, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. Okay, because it sounds nasty because I was going through puberty, bro. So my voice didn't even go that high But it was so anymore. fucking funny. It was hysterical it was at, so <laughs> at age 15. It trust was me. silly, dude. I know what the I thing, did. The thing that was so funny about it, it didn't take itself serious. It was so silly. No, absolutely. So well, silly. Actually, no. The character took himself very seriously. I know, but that's what was funny. Yeah. That's yeah, that's yeah. what was funny about it. I, mean, I believe me. It was, for me, it was paid schizophrenia. Like I, great, I, yeah. I believed I was that person yeah. the second I hit the door. But even when you were doing that type type of stuff when you were younger, you didn't do drugs or anything. Because nah. you always hear like Todd Bridges and all these different guys. Yeah, man, I don't know what these other people, what their, pa- what their parents let them right. do, but I know what my mom let me do, so it's always tough for me to answer questions like that because I just feel like it denigrates the job that my mom did. Yeah. You know what I'm and saying? And then also your dad was a dentist, right? So yeah. he didn't give any laughing gas or anything like that? No, I ain't get the little laughing yeah. gas. <laughs> no. So no drugs. And personally, now you have a beautiful daughter. Yes, my daughter's awesome, yeah, man. Because I know you, we did a video. Did she see the video we did? Yes, she saw the video, and she just sent me another picture of herself at uh, at soccer practice right now. Cool. And, you know, that's what all the, you know, sometimes yeah. when I'm on my phone, I'm not give just me, looking at funny videos. Yeah, give me advice about having a child, and then we're going to wrap it up. Because I don't have any children. And I'm 47. What do I do, bro? What it was? What's for real? What's it? What's your the best advice I can give you? Because you were saying no and yes and yes and no, like pretend for real. Well, the best advice I can give you, man, is uh, make sure you find a kind-hearted mom. Mm. Uh, don't forget that child is only 50 percent of what you want it to be mm. until they become an adult. So you know, I just as I've gotten older, I mm. I really search for kindness. Mm. And when I say kindness, I'm saying I'm saying like you know, you you'll go out with a woman and you'll see her order her meal, and she won't even bother to even look at the server while she's even you know ordering her food. Mm. It's just mm. like yeah, bring me that, bring me that, bring That's me that. That's L.A. ish. Yeah, don't you really, think? it's real L.A. ish, exactly. Yeah. And it's like you know, look for that girl, man, who says thank you. And well, that's you know, what I was saying in the van. You take her day. to a friend's house; she helps out in the kitchen. You know, yeah. stuff like that. Or like if you wake up in the morning, she. Makes 
makes the bed without you asking her to. Whoa! Right? But that's what Bonus I was saying. I was saying for you to do stand-up because if you do stand-up like Dustin Diamond does, he goes out on the road, you can meet a lot of nice people out there, people that are not in LA. Well, I don't think Dustin Diamond has met too many nice people out on the road. Yeah. All right, we're going to end the interview now. And, uh, no, thanks for sitting down. We're on the Is that like the perfect way to end the interview? That was perfect. Too. Uh, we're uh, uh, no Urkel voice. He ain't, he ain't getting I'm going to do a Wee's voice for you, bro. Ooh. Check back in 10 years, Check baby. Back in 10 years. Thanks for sitting down with us. I love you, boy. Yeah, I love you too. Thanks, bro. And uh, definitely hit me up on your flick. Yes, sir. That'll be good. All right, from the set of Hawaii 5 over in my trailer. And uh, this is Polly Shore and Jaleel White. We live in. We live in. Say up. Bye. All right, guys, that was that was Jaleel. Give it up to him. Round of applause. Jaleel, thank you so much for sitting in with me on the Poly Shore Podcast Show. And without further ado, we're going to keep this party moving. Shaka Brada, Shaka Brada, all the way from Hawaii. And we're going to toss to my next interview, which is, um, is from uh, Kevin Farley, who also played... Um, on this particular episode, which is the Hawaii Five episode, he plays plays with me. He plays the role of Mickey, and Jaleel is the role of Nolan. And my character's name is Jake. And so here he is, guys. This is uh, this is Kevin Farley, um, and I think you guys are really gonna like this interview. It's pretty cool. Um, Kevin's a great dude, very very funny comedian. And here he is. Um, I interview him on my balcony, which I which I'm on right now, which is a beautiful. Beautiful um, shot of all over Hawaii. I interviewed Kevin um, towards the end of our um, production. Here he is, you guys, Kevin Farley. I, uh, I like buffets. You guys like buffets? I, I, I just recently lost 40 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. That's hard for a Farley. I, I got fat on buffets, you know, buffets. I started eating buffets. And uh, it was because when I grew up, my dad used to, like, take buffets really serious. It was kind of like a... Uh, like a football game for him, you know? He'd get us, we had a big family, big Irish family, and he'd gather us in the hot lobby, you know? He'd be like, get in here. Here's how we're working this shit. <laughs> He's like, I'm not fucking around. This is $39.95. He's like, bread and water. That's a waste of time. I don't want to see anybody eating bread, and water's only be used if you're choking. <laughs> How's this view, dude? Wow, Holy God, shit, right? It's amazing. It's amazing. Speak, always speak really close. Yeah, there you go. Just, right here. Yeah, right that's here? perfect. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Huh? No, this, this thing is amazing. Your room has got a great view overlooking Waikiki Beach. You can see for miles, even though it's not a great day today. Right. But it's, it's amazing. But you got a good room too, though, now. I just switched. I'm very happy. <laughs> what was your room b- before? I have to say, I, you were in danger of physical violence when I saw <laughs> when I saw your room as compared to mine. And I came in because I walked into my room first, and I saw it, and it was it's overlooking the city, huh. and I could hear all the noise. Right. Waikiki, it's just basically looking at the city. It's I looking could be, at little Tokyo. Yeah, I could be in Tokyo. I like a Chinese baby. Okay, go on. And then I go over here. To my room. Yeah. Which has got what? Which is absolutely the most spectacular view I've ever seen in and my life. And we're staring at it right now. For the people listening, what are we looking at? We're looking at What's what? over there? That's Diamond Head. Diamond Head to the to left. To the left, yeah. Beautiful. 
and then you've got Waikiki Beach where you can see for miles. We're watching surfers mm. about half a mile offshore surfing, and we've got a catamaran out there right. and about four or five boats. It's it's peaceful. It's yeah. beautiful out here. So when we first started talking down there, um, you wanted to go in the pool first. I wanted to go in the pool. And yeah. then what happened? Um, well, I'm like, yo, bro, let's go swim in the ocean. And then what happened? Well, well. Well, here's how it happened. I, I I said, you know, hey, I want to go into the into the beach, and you go, I got a perfect place for you. You said you want to go in the pool. Yeah, I want to go to the pool, and you go, yeah, no, no, that pool's not where it's at. Let's go to the beach. And I said, what? Everyone, you can always go into a pool. I, yeah, you can but go you to can't a pool, always what? Go into the beach. Right. Go into the ocean in Hawaii. And I said, you know what, Paulie? God damn it, you're right. You know what? And I said, Jesus Christ, you're right. So I, he goes, follow me. I got the perfect spot. And then at that moment, what did you think? You like I thought, you, you trusted right. me. I trusted you. I actually thought well, maybe Paul, he's got some kind of secret beach. He's been here a day before me, mm. so he's been able to scope out the area and find this secluded kind of, I was hoping that it was going to be some kind of pristine secluded beach. And it was over to the right side of the Sheraton. And sure enough, it was this tiny little beach. Mm. And you got your shoes off and jumped right in the water. And I thought, oh, man, this is going to be great. It's kind of like our own little beach. And I took two steps into the water mm. and sliced my foot wide open. Wow. Yeah. But it wasn't like a gash. It wasn't like, what kind of slice is it? And this is your first a, day. This is your first day. First day. And we're yeah. here filming Hawaii Five O. Yeah. And I've got to film all, all of week. my scenes. Yeah. i got to film all week. Yeah. So the first day, Polly Shore tells you to go in the ocean yeah. and you go in the ocean and you gash your foot. I gash my foot. And at that point, what at did you think of Polly? Point, the minute as the pain hit my brain <laughs> from my foot to my brain, I immediately blamed you. Immediately. Say, fucking, fucking Polly. God damn it. But then what did I bring over? A first aid guy, right? Yeah, you got a first aid guy. <laughs> We got a first aid guy, and the guy said it wasn't that bad. Remember? Mm, yeah. And it really didn't look that bad. Mm. But then, but it's at the ball of your foot the, where it yeah. carries all your what? The weight. My and weight. how much weight do you well, have? A lot. A lot. I won't say the number because the, your audience doesn't want to hear that. No. What's your? What is it? Is it? And let me guess for a second. I uh, bet you weigh. Uh, I'd say three twenty. Shut the fuck up, Pauline. <laughs> Oh my God. Shut the fuck up. Is it? No, I don't weigh three fucking t- There's Okay, no so way it's 295. No, I will say in the, in the mid twos. 250? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 250. Yeah. But I so, mean, that's a lot of weight on that cut. So, yeah, so we're here f- filming Hawaii 5 yeah. And you didn't know that I was going to be on the show until you got here? I didn't know. No, until I saw you in the hotel. And Even at like, the wardrobe, when you did your wardrobe, you didn't see my picture on the wall? No. Okay, yeah. No, that's where I first learned. I went in and got wardrobe, mm. and I thought to myself, I didn't even know who the other guys Jaleel. were. Jaleel. No, and I didn't know Jaleel. Urkel. No. Urkel, yeah. for yeah. the people who remember I knew Urkel. it was a hangover episode, but I didn't know the other two guys. Right. So, you, yeah. So, But didn't you fly with him on the plane? I didn't fly with Jaleel. I flew with a bunch of stunt guys. Oh, okay. So you go do your wardrobe. You yeah. see my photo in the wardrobe thing yeah. and Jaleel's photo. Yeah. yeah. And you go, these are my guys. I go, oh, my God. These three characters. And I go, okay. This 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 actually could be, yeah. you know, when you first see it, you go, oh, my God. Us three together. Yeah. 
you don't know what to really think. Yeah. So this is a spring And I'm sure you yeah. thought the same thing. Yeah, no, I was stoked that you yeah. were playing Mickey and then he was playing Nolan. So this is a spring break episode and it's going to air sometime yeah. on CBS, Hawaii Five-0. Um, and uh, we'll get into that get in the, into that in a little bit. Yeah. But first, we'll get into a little bit of who you are and where you're right. from. So yeah. your name is Kevin Farley. I am Kevin Farley. You yeah. have a couple brothers. I have John Farley, Tom Farley, Barb Farley, and Chris Farley. Yeah. Yeah, and Chris Farley. Yeah. And to- who's Tom and who's Bob? Oh, Tom is Cause my I brother. Met- and he yeah. doesn't look like you. No, he's he's got a black hair. Mm. You know, he I, he doesn't really look a lot like me. No. Yeah. He's he's bigger though. He, I don't know. He, yeah, he doesn't look like us. Yeah. Because no. mm-hmm. you and Chris, you and Chris, you guys look a lot alike. Chris and I look You're, a lot alike. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. get a lot of looks from people. Yeah. You know, and they look at me a little odd, and you know they don't know what the hell to think because yeah. I look a lot like them. And then your other brother, who does he look like? John doesn't look like anyone. Yeah, I, he just I don't looks know. like John. Yeah, I just think he's tall and skinny. First yeah. of all, you know, there's no tall and skinny Farleys. So Chris and I are the bigger kind of portlier, yeah, yeah. fellas. Yeah, and but, your yeah. your your characteristics are very similar because your brothers and yeah, I think together. that I have a lot of. I don't notice it, but I have a lot of the mannerisms. Yeah. Chris, so know? Wisconsin, that's where that's we're crazy. from. Crazy. That's right. where my mom's from. My mom's, yeah. From, yeah, my mom's from Marinette, Wisconsin. You know what? I knew that. Yeah, she's from Marinette, Wisconsin. Which is way went, north. And she went to school at Madison. Did you go to Madison? UW, yeah. Yeah. Did so what she was meet like? your dad there? No. no she met my dad. Uh, she was she was uh, uh, an assistant for um, for the owner of a, uh, a resort in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. Elkhart Lake, yeah. My dad was performing in the 50s or oh, six, really? 60s or something like that. Oh, wow. And That's funny. So, so, you so went she to, went to the UW. She's a badger. Is it called the UW? Well, it's called the University of Wisconsin, but we call it the UW. Right. And the Badgers, that's the, you know, the University of Wisconsin Badgers. And what was that like? That, so you went. It was great. You went to college. Well, I didn't go to that college because I wanted to get away from my parents, so I went over to Milwaukee Marquette. Mm. Chris and I both went to Marquette, which is like an hour away. But and the you, univer- guys are, you guys are only a year apart. Chris and I. See, I didn't yeah. even know that. I yeah. thought you were his older brother, but I guess you, you're yeah. 49 now. Chris would have been 50. It would have been 50, And yeah. you guys went to school in Milwaukee? In Milwaukee Marquette. That's, were you there yeah. when Jeffrey Dahmer killed all those yeah. people? We were playing rugby right near there. That's insane. We used to help Jeffrey do that. You know, on the weekends, no, no. What was that? Well, we like? were like, we were like, when we were playing rugby, we were a, a block away from where he was making zombies out of people. Wow, what year was that? Crazy. When you were eighties, uh, you know, late eighties, that kind of. And thing. he was a gay dude that was hustling. Yeah, gay. hustling, hustling kids, and he would take yeah. them back, take them back to his room, give them some Bill Cosby shit. Yep, and then try to cut out their brains, and he was trying to make them zombies, sex zombies. Wow, he's probably the worst serial killer. Of all time, so and he bo- lived right there where we were, where we were going to school. So went in that freaked so- Chris out, freaked really him out. freaked him out. What was that like? What happened? He was afraid of a lot of things. I just talk a little bit about him, but he was a little afraid of that. And one of those things, he was scared to death of Jeffrey Dahmer when we were there. He was scared to death of it because yeah. he could have kidnapped you guys. You were yeah, young kids. We were always drunk, running around the streets. You know. Yeah. Yeah, he could have. Definitely. That's insane. That psycho running around Fuck. out there. Oh, yeah. So you were there at the time that Jeffrey Dahmer got arrested and did the yeah. whole thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Wow. It shook Milwaukee. I think poor oh, Mo- I'm sure. The dude. poor city of Milwaukee probably. Oh my God. You know, it's a beautiful <laughs> It's a beautiful town, Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. 
And like you said, uh, most people go Milwaukee Dahmer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I and know. it's like actually Milwaukee Beer right. or Milwaukee Bucks or whatever. Or, or Laverne and Shirley, right? Or Laverne and Shirley, yeah. And poor goddamn city of Milwaukee. Milwaukee Dahmer. Well, so you and Chris went to college in Milwaukee. Yeah, in Milwaukee. But you're from Madison. We're from Madison. And you went to college to get away from your parents. Yeah. There in Milwaukee. Yeah, or in Madison. You know, in the at the UW, it was too close. You know, we wanted to get out and experience life. Yeah, and so you guys, did you start taking, because you guys both went to Second City, right? Yeah, well, Chris first started working for my dad. Mm. Uh, he had an asphalt company, and then he went down to Second City, and I thought, well, you know, that's the first time I thought you could make a living out of comedy, which I was like, how do you do that? You know, mm-hmm. and so I followed him down there just because I'm like, well, I'm not going to be stuck selling asphalt, so right. I'd rather do comedy. Much, much better way to live. So your your dad sold asphalt? He sold asphalt to construction firms and that kind of thing, yeah. Huh. Is that where the Tommy Boy thing came yeah. in? Yeah. Tommy how did Boy. That, how did that happen? Well... Bonnie and Terry Turner, the writers, asked Chris, you know, hey, we want to make a movie about you. What do you think it should be about? And wow. it, that all came from growing up and working for my dad. Wow. Tommy Boy is basically an autobiography of Chris. Wow. And then, and yeah. then you guys went, you were in Milwaukee and you were doing Second City and you started to well, like go to we Chicago. Were, we, we, after we graduated. Was, what was it like back then? That was the 80s. What well, was that was, like back then? Well, early 90s was when, or late 80s, early 90s was when Chris was at the main stage, Second City, and then I followed after college and went down there. Me and John went down to Second City, and it was great because we were in the same city. We weren't always performing with these people, but it was Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, um, you know, David Koechner was around there. It was, uh, it was you know, Brian Stack, great writers on Conan are all are now were there you know and they're now working on conan um and so it was a great time in chicago Mm. jeff garland was there too Mm. and you know it was a great time in the comedians now i look at now that are so successful we're all just kind of doing side shows and you know being doing improv shows in chicago and taking io classes Mm. It was really, really fun. What's the difference between the Second City and, say, Groundlings in L.A.? Is it the same type uh, of thing? Character-based, basically. Mm. Groundlings is a more... Uh, they develop your characters. Like, say, you come up with the weasel. Mm. You know what I mean? Which is a, something you could sell, like you've done, which is mm-hmm. genius on your part. But this Groundlings is so good at mm. coming up with characters that you own mm. and you can make T-shirts from mm. and you can sell, right. which is great. It's a, right. That's why it's such a great organization. But... Second City is different because it's more organically like there are a lot of writers come out of Second City because we get up and we do long form improv where we do scene work. And, you know, mm. it's more it's more concentrated on scene work. You know what I mean? Like uh, just stories and scene line, right. and scene work. So you come out of Second City with a real developed sense of story. You come out of Groundlings with a real developed sense of how to create a great solid character. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, did you ever? Did you go to New York? Because I know Chris was on Saturday Night Live. Did you go to New York after? Or did you go to L.A. after? I went to L.A. because I didn't want to fall. Chris was just mm. killing it on SNL. Mm. You know, I don't want to. And that's when Spade was on, and that's yeah. when Sandler was on. Yeah, right. And I thought if I went to like, uh, I know Jim Belushi did it and all that, but mm. if I went to try to do New York or SNL, 
I just was trying to make my own way. I've always been trying to do that. You know, and so how did wanna, he get on Saturday Night Live? He just got Auditioned. hired. Yeah, Lauren would come to to Chicago. Wow. And Chris stood out, obviously, huh. you know. Right. Whenever he was on stage, he stood out. Right. So he got was hired. Was he there when Sam Kennison hosted? You remember no. when Sam Kennison hosted? I don't think Chris that was before. ever met Sam Kennison. Really? I don't think yeah, that would have been. Did a, you ever meet Sam Kennison? Never. Wow. No. That would have been a hell of a thing, Chris oh my Farley. God. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine those two guys together? But, so you went to L.A. So then, so he was out and he was out in New York. You're in L.A. What was going on with you in L.A.? I was getting sitcoms on like UPN and and starting off my career doing that and doing a lot of improv shows at the Second City, and then getting small parts on you know Third Rock from the Sun, those kind of shows. Uh-huh. Trying to just hang in there with the sitcom thing, you mm-hmm. know, and then doing a lot of improv. So and this was from what years to what years? Oh, geez, ninety. Uh, early 2000s, mm. late 90s, 97. Chris died in 97, so 98, 99. Wow. I was out here, that kind of thing. And then I got a huge MTV show called Together, which was about a boy band. It was a mock boy band. Yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah. yeah. That was right around when you were at MTV mm. doing your thing, and we, we were doing the spring break stuff, too, and we were uh, the first MTV movie and sitcom it was a mock boy band kind of like the monkeys mm, yeah yeah so we so, got, I got that that so was kind of my big break yeah so you make a, i mean you make a pretty good living doing this stuff i mean still not, i mean you're I'm here not killing it but, but you're making okay you don't have to like i don't have to take another job right you don't have to, yeah you don't have to <laughs> yeah. take another job right and who do you live yeah. with now do you have a roommate no or? just myself yeah. you're by yourself yeah and the girl that you brought here what's her name uh no, she's your girlfriend, Michelle. It's all right. Yeah, she's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. She directed your play out in New York. She did. She directed my play. I did a play last summer and it's called Ha. The mm. Ha, the musical, and and she directed, wrote it. Wow. And she did a great job. And um, we're gonna probably do that maybe in Montreal Film Fest or Montreal Comedy Festival, and uh, we'll probably make another run in New York too. Right. And you said David Tell saw that. Dave liked it. Yeah. Yeah. He went and what's and saw the play it? about? And you're gonna reboot this play? Yeah. It's about the different types of stand-ups. You know, mm. you have, like, the uh, the shock guy, mm. and then you have the, um, there's all different, the girl comic, the shock comic, the black comic, the ethnic comic. So we had all these different archetypes of co- comics, and we explore the, the mentality of stand-up comics, mm. you know, how they can be sort of, narcissistic and neurosis mm. you know mm-hmm. they have all these these character traits that you know a therapist would go crazy for so i think her idea of when writing it she was intrigued by stand-ups and i think you know she just wanted to write a musical about them and their life and uh, it was it was actually kind of cute and fun and but it told a lot too it was very educational mm-hmm. and then you also appeared on curb your enthusiasm yeah yeah how many episodes well one but it was a good how one. was that the rat dog episode. Yeah, how is that? It was, what was fun because I never I auditioned for him once for Larry yeah. David and Jeff. What was his name Jeff? Um, Jeff Bar- Garland, Garland yeah. but I uh-huh. never got the part. So what was that like working with um, on HBO and in working with? Um, well, it's a combination, I think, of working with guys that are really, really obviously icons, but also having a show that's so laid back and mm-hmm. so you know uh, easy going. You know what I mean? Like everybody's friendly. You know, want to shoot this scene? Yeah, great. All right, you do this in this scene. You do that in that scene. And everybody, 
It's just kind of loosey goosey, right? And they and the experience that you got from um, Second City really helped you with yes. that stuff. Yeah, yes, the improv skills I had at Second City came a really you really used them on that show. Mm-hmm. But everybody's nice, but at the same time, you're sitting there going, "Well, I'm doing a scene with the great Larry David." Yeah. So you're, I was nervous a lot. What was he like when the when the camera wasn't rolling? <laughs> I don't know. He's just the same as you see him. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Larry is a pretty friendly guy, but yeah, yeah, I think he is who he is on on camera. And know? then what was up with the Dairy Queen commercial? What was that? Oh yeah, I got a Dairy Queen. A couple, it went a long time. It was pretty Tell, good. What the hell was that? It I was, never booked a commercial before. What's that process like? That's all right. You know, you go in there and I... You Did audition, you audition? You audition. Yeah. And you just get chosen, you know. And I did a Dairy Queen commercial years ago. Uh, it ran... It You know, you can make some good money. I did a Hertz commercial years ago that made some good money. And, you know, I think I just... I go for them all the time. And if I get one, great. I'm not really good at getting them. Some mm. guys are really good at... Yeah, I'm the worst. Do you like to audition? I hate, I hate it. it. Yeah, I hate. You it. didn't audition for this, no, and it, which I was just so psyched about. Yeah, you just got the offer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it makes the, me think like, it kind of tricks me like thinking my career is is going up, you know. Mm. And then I'll have like <laughs> something that'll kick me in the balls again. Yeah, and realize <laughs> my career is not yeah. really on fire. But it's nice to get a call from Hawaii Five O and go, "Hey, yeah. come on out to Hawaii." We're gonna put you in this episode, and yeah, great, it's yeah. Great. And you had to cancel the. Um, you were working the Laugh Factory this week with Jeff Richards. Yes, I was doing the Laugh Factory. And Jeff Richards, for the people listening, a lot of people might not know who he is. Yeah. But but if you think back on the SNL days, I think it was in the nineties or two thousands. He played what was it Surfer Girl? Yeah, no, uh, Drunk Girl. Drunk Girl. Drunk Girl. He yeah. played Drunk Girl, which was a character that became very famous for him. Really famous. You know, Jeff, I think, was the first girl, guy to do that. I think a lot of comics do that character now, mm. which is a very funny drunk girl character. But Jeff was one of the first guys that ever did it. Mm. And I think he did it so well on SNL that he does it in his stand-up now. And it's just dead on. It's just so funny. It's it's this girl that's really drunk, and she's going, yeah. you know who you are? I mean, I can't imitate yeah, it's, it. It's, no, it's you really actually good. could. Here, let me hear it. You know who you are? You're an Asshole. <laughs> <You're an laughs> asshole. Yeah. It's just so funny. Yeah, no, because yeah. he, he made that super famous, super, super famous on on SNL. And, and I love Jeff, but right. I think we've had this conversation. He's He does these songs, too. You can go on Jeff Richards, tastyjeff.com, and he does these really crazy kind of quirky songs, you know, and he's started gotten into that. But I like him because he's, He's out there, you know, with his comedy, you know. And He's obscure. A very, that's a very good word. Ir- irreverent. Yeah. If you like, if you like that yep. type of stuff, um, a lot of people, America, yeah. might not grasp it. But no. you get like San Francisco, Chicago, New York, L.A. Yeah. That likes his songs. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I go on the road with him a lot, you know. Yeah. So for me, it was cool to, to do this episode with you on Hawaii Five O because I never really hung out with you. We don't. I you know. Because you're friends with Spade. And Spade yeah. and I don't like each other. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I don't know. I <laughs> no, think I you actually guys lo- like each other. I love know? Spade. I think he's hilarious. Yeah. I met David Spade so many years ago when he was friends with a guy named Charlie Schlatter. 
Charlie oh, Slaughter was, he was a stand an actor. Up? No, he was an actor oh. that I did a movie called movie with called Eighteen Again with George Burns. It was George Burns' oh, wow. last movie ever. You're kidding. And me and Charlie wow. Slaughter were in it. So I met George Burns. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Big deal. Yeah. So yeah, so so Spade I met years ago with Charlie Slaughter. Um, so I became friends with him then. And then I guess we started just dating the same girls and seeing each other at the Playboy Mansion and stuff like that. Yeah. But he's doing better than all of us. Oh, my God. He's, he's had a wonderful career. You know, I mean, he's had, you know, just people like, you know, he's very funny. I opened for him out on the road and he crushes every time, you know. Wow. He's really funny to hang out with because he's so quick, you know. Yeah, and he's cynical. And he's cynical, yeah. and he's just funny. He's just really, really a funny guy. Yeah. He's one of the best uh, stand-ups I think I've ever seen. You know, Herman Norm. Wow. I look at him and a Norm McDonald, and, and then I hit, I, you know, I, to those guys are just really good stand-ups, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and he was very close with Chris, too. They were. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they did Tommy Boy, Black Sheep together, you know? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they were... They were like brothers, you know. I look at yeah. Spade because I've known him for so long. He's yeah. kind of like a brother, you know. Yeah, and you're and you're flying you're flying home in the next day or so, and then you're doing a golf tournament tournament yeah. with him in in we're gonna go in Phoenix. Yeah, there's an NFL golf tournament. I'm gonna go to with Dave. We're gonna play in it. And yeah, it'll be fun. I like those golf tournaments. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for sitting in with us. And yeah. This is uh, Polly Shore's the podcast show uh, live. Oh, it's not not live, but it's from uh, from Waikiki. It's the Hawaii Five Open. Five O episode, and mm-hmm. um, this is Kevin Farley. Um, tell us your Twitter and, and all your stuff. Right, uh, it's I'm Kevin Farley at Twitter, and you can follow my page on Facebook, Kevin Farley page on Facebook, and uh, uh, the official Kevin Farley is my website. I love you, bro. Thank you so much right, for thanks, for buddy. sitting with me. Bye. Well, that was it, you guys, all the way from beautiful Waikiki, Hawaii. I want to thank Peter Lankoff and the cast and crew of Hawaii Five O for um, letting myself, Jaleel, and Kevin be on the set. The makeup people were all awesome. The hair people, David, from back in the day, um, you guys were great. Lauren, thanks for sl- slicing my throat, but we'll talk about that another time. And I want to thank the um, just everyone there. It was so, so great to work with and... Uh, the crew. I want to. St- I want to thank Steve Herrick who directed the episode. Um, all, all the. You just everyone was was beautiful, and the food. Oh my God, the food was so great on the set. I want to thank again uh, my agents and my manager for for getting me the gig and Peter Lenkoff. Um, so thank you guys so much. Thanks Jaleel. Thanks Kev. And we'll see you guys next week on the Poly Shore podcast show. And definitely go to my website, which is polyshore.com for tour dates. My Twitter is at polyshore, and I got to get my Instagram moving. All right, guys, we'll see you next time. Aloha, bro. Shaka, shaka, brada.